cliffcentral.com. Ah, look who's here. It's, it's Laurel from Pumpkin Patch. Have we got her on this time? Hello, Laurel. How are you? God, you look, uh, you look much better than last week when we couldn't even see you or hear you properly. How are you doing? Not, I'm very well, thank you. Mate, traveling well. Traveling well. Harley Ann. Okay, so you're, <laughs> you're in Australia. Yeah, mate. How long you been in Aus- How long you been in Australia, Sheila? Uh, five long years, mate. Everyone just have a bee. Listen, I Go heard for a bee. I heard something interesting about Australia, and Leanne can actually back this up. Apparently, there's a visa loophole oh. at the moment that if you want to go to Australia, you can permanently stay there because it takes like 50 years to process an application. Is that true? Probably not, because getting into the country is pretty much the the hardest thing to do because they're restricting arrivals at the airport. So you might think that, but no, actually no. It's, even coming from like, if you're an Australian, they've only now this week allowed the Australians back that are de- vulnerable Australians to come back and then they're going to go to Darwin and they're going to quarantine and Ooh, then they can come. What a place to be oh. quarantined in Darwin. No, it's nice because they're sending some of them to holiday camps. Really? So you have to be really clever in good, good places. All right, let me just re- reintroduce everybody who doesn't know you or who wasn't um, absolutely engrossed in this stuff when we were, were children because you were a part of so many of our lives. So let me just remind everybody, Laurel is the original human character. There were only two humans in Pumpkin Patch. The rest were all puppets and things. But you may remember this yeah. children's show, and she was the – she was the, the delightful, sunny, happy, optimistic, friendly, lovely person who would uh, try to keep all those other lunatics under control. So you remember this? Pumpkin Patch, come on. I know you love it. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. Do you, do you go into like a... A depression when you hear that song? <laughs> no. It's got me into any door, many doors. My favorite rendition of the song, though, I was on holiday in Morgan Bay, Eastern Cape, and I yeah. walked inside, and an entire drunk cricket team saw me oh, wow. and started singing the song, and that was my best. That was like, oh. <laughs> so, I mean, listen, we could talk about Pumpkin Patch in a minute, but I've noticed your Australian accent is getting really strong. Oh, so you, you can. Mate, is bad, mate. No, but it's, it's good, right? <laughs> because then they understand you, and you don't have to. People. <laughs> People have a go at people who've changed their accents because they've moved somewhere. But I have American friends who, who are now American, but they obviously were South yeah. African once. And if they don't speak like Americans, people don't know what the hell they're talking about. I know. So here it's really weird. And I, I was thinking about this when I, I knew I was going to come and chat to you guys today. The weirdest thing is I lived in New Zealand for 13 years and oh. then in Australia. Oh. You'd think that all the Commonwealth countries would call the things the same thing. Mm-mm. But in the one country, it's a traffic circle, and the other one, it's a roundabout. And yeah. then you have your flip-flops, which are called jandals in New Zealand, but then thongs in Australia, mm-hmm. which is not good, which is really not good. But the, the weirdest thing that Australians do, though, is they shorten everything. So, um, Or they give you like a really weird name. So my son, say, has friends who are, um, they, are assist, they help with it. They do appies, what they call them, right? Apprentices. Right. Mm-hmm. You can be a fridgy a bricky, a licky, a woody. You've got the fireies, and it is unbelievable. Leah. Let me see if you know what any of them are, right? What's right, a fridgy? What do you think a fridgy well, does? must be a fridge repair Fixes person. fridges. Yeah. And air conditioners. Oh, I know that, right? okay. All right. And a licky? Ignishes. What's a licky? Yeah. A, le- 
And if he's an electrician. Electrician. Okay. Yeah. And a woody. A carpenter. Wow. Yeah, I know. I'm not saying nothing, oh. Gareth, if you're naughty enough as it is. Okay. And then you also get a, you also get a, well, you get a, a woody and a bricky. So those are builders and whatever. But they, honestly, they shorten absolutely everything. They, they destroy the French language. I met a guy whose surname technically was Beauchamp. You know, like the French? Yes. French. I said to him, how do you say your surname? Might just say Beecham. Not yes, but the English, <laughs> the English do say Beecham. Um, in fact, that's that's kind of an old English thing. So it's, you can't blame the Australians for that. So tell oh, me quickly, yeah. because Leanne has family in Australia who she thinks are a real pain oh. in the ass. <laughs> no, she does. Where she, are they, Leanne? Um, in Wagga Wagga or something like that. Really? Are they in Wagga Wagga? <laughs> oh, my word. They've got no, the they're, weirdest they're near, they're near Albury. They're near Albury. Yes. Oh, then you were near Aubrey and Wodonga. Yes. Oh, my God. That's where the big drama happened because there was a border between the two states. And, Wag- and Aubrey and Wodonga, like, were over the, the line. Yeah. And so everyone was freaking out because they couldn't go to work and they were stopping them. And, oh, word. A very dramatic. Oh, like, is this, be- this is because of the, freaking out. This is because of the lockdown, right? Because I know that, that Victoria <laughs> had very, very strict rules about the lockdown. And some of the other states, like Northern Australia or Western Australia, they couldn't care less. Okay, there's a reason though, and the reason is quite hilarious actually. So we pretty much got to the point where we had hardly any cases. Yeah. Two interesting things happened. A cruise ship called the Ruby Princess docked in Sydney, and for some bizarre reason, which is still under investigation, at the dead of night, they let a whole lot of people out into the city, and 500 people of them had the virus. Oh, wow. So they spread it, and they only realized the next day, oh, they had temperatures. Oh, they were coughing. We should have looked, right? So that happened in New South Wales, and that was a major drama. A friend of mine was actually on the ship, and her and her daughter had it. They told her her daughter was negative, but she was actually positive. The other really funny thing that happened, though, is Victoria was clean. Nothing, right? And so what they would do is the travelers would come in and go into hotels to quarantine. And the government, which is under major fire, people people get fired for everything here. Not like so. Yeah. Um, I, I wish, yeah. Anyway, I wish it would happen. I wish yeah. So what happened is they hired security firms instead of the army like New Zealand did. Yeah. One of the security guards did a little more than check in on someone in a room. Oh, okay. And he oh. took the virus from the hotel and he spread it all over Victoria. And that's how that entire outbreak happened. One oh. person doing a dodgy thing. It is ridiculous. The stories are so funny. But you talk no, about how the Australian just, government's under fire. I mean... In particular, the government of Victoria uh, under a guy called yeah. Neil Andrews. Daniel Andrews. Daniel yeah. Andrews. That's his name. Dan Andrews. They, they, they are, they're angry with him because he's, he's like a de Führer. He basically, the, the rules are extremely uh, aggressive. And yeah. you, know, you can't visit your that, family. You can't do this. You can't do that. It's total lockdown. It's un- unbelievable. Yeah. It sounds like a police well, state. The- well, the funnier thing for me, right, and you guys find this, I found this really weird, is that the states are so protective, whereas we're all one country. The yeah. federal government can't even do anything. So Darwin kind of had no cases. Western Australia, hardly any cases. They now want to separate themselves from Australia. That's the latest news. They don't want to be part of it at all, Yeah. Uh, which is where Perth is, where most of the South Africans have gone. Um, and the other thing is that New South Wales, of course, is where everyone flew in through Sydney. So that was the other problem because they started paying for hotel quarantine. So it's got to the point now, if you fly in from another country, 
you have to pay $3,000 to stay in the hotel for two, for two weeks. Right. Because um, they were tired of paying. But the problem is, because Victoria got so bad, they didn't want any more people to come into Victoria. But, and the but border on, when, when, was 100 you, kilometers long. When you guys say so bad, I mean, Australia hasn't had hundreds of thousands of deaths. I mean, oh this word, is no. We're like freak out if there's two more people. I know. It's like, oh, there's two and, more and, people. And, and like, like all the stupidest countries in the world, and most countries have been the stupid. People are counting the infections instead of the deaths, and the infections most people survive. So just because you get COVID does not mean that you're going to die. And Australia seems to be the the, the last place on earth for this news to reach. I know. And I think the problem is, is that it's become more of a political stoush, as one right. might call it. exactly. Where the, 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 well, the head of Queensland and the head, the Premier of Queensland and New South Wales, hate, they're two women and they hate each other. And they're forever <laughs> like, like vitriolic fights across the TV, you know. And then Dan Andrews is really stoic and he does his thing. And right. now his health minister is going to get fired. And the minute there's a little bit of drama, someone gets fired. So the one minister years ago took a helicopter instead of driving somewhere. Yes, that's right. They fired that him. I remember that. Sorry. All right. So someone Run says, Adrian says, hey, actually, you, you, you say leckies for electricians, but they also say sparky. You say sparkies. Yeah, I know. The leckies is what my son says, which is probably just because it's my strange son. But um, yeah, no. And we say go for a bee. So are, you, be my e. are you doing any TV? I'm directing TV. So I am on radio as mm-hmm. an announcer here in Newcastle, but I direct um, all of the local programming at a TV channel in New Zealand that is nationwide. And okay. I, I speak to the presenters and tell them what to do. I write the scripts on autocue. I write the, the, everything. Yeah, so I've been very involved this year. It's just been a busy year. It all started with Christchurch. So I started doing stuff when the massacre happened, and then we went oh, over wow, to that the program. Did, so you were involved in, oh, in, in covering that, huh? Oh, the most amazing part of the whole thing was – um, my presenter and I happened to notice at the memorial gardens, because we interviewed the police chaplain, we interviewed the commit, the counsellor, we interviewed the lady who was responsible for, like, taking the flower. She was the florist who provided all the flowers. Very interesting. But um, the most interesting thing was um, my presenter and I noticed that there was a sign saying, you can visit the mosque. So we were like, mm-hmm. so we went out for dinner that night, driving home, the mosque was there, much smaller than you think it is. And we walked in. There's a Kiwi policeman, like having his dinner. He's like, "Oh, come in, mate." Yeah, you know. Anyway, so um, is this shortly? This is shortly to... after the massacre, right? So this is in in the after. immediate aftermath. Okay, six weeks after, possibly. Okay. Um, still lots of flowers and everything everywhere. Um, and then um, we went inside and we sat on the floor. They offered if we could sit down, and they offered us food. And we met one of the ladies whose husband had died, and she oh, had wow. been texting him. So the last text she got was a smiley face, and then nothing. And then they didn't know what happened because, um, obviously, you know, there was no news. They didn't know who died. And Ugh. what was funny was so we had taken head coverings to go inside as a mark of respect. Of course. And um, there was one shoes girl. Off, right? who, <laughs> yeah. Well, the one girl came over, and I call her Laurel as a Muslim. Mostly yeah. because she's wearing a full leopard skin hijab. So if I was a Muslim, <laughs> I'd probably be yeah, that's all quite, in the That's quite so cool. So Laurel is a Muslim. She came to us and she went, what colors do you like? And I'm like, oh, I'm a bright colors. She came and she gave us a headscarf from the guys, from the ladies at the mosque. And so mm-hmm. we were like, it's just, it was just such a nice moment. Because tell me- you know what was really interesting? Eh? Sitting on the floor, I have to just tell you, talking to this lady, her telling you the story, and she was crying. My presenter was crying, the black mascara everywhere. And um, 
She said, child, and you realize sitting on the floor, the terror is personal. It is not political. Yes, it is political. But at that moment in time, it was this one lady whose husband, they were the empty nesters, were going to spend their lives together. He was a professor and he died. Just like that. Yeah, I I remember when the story broke, it was just so horrifying because also New Zealand is not known for these kinds of things. It must have shocked the people of that country to their core. I remember Jacinda Ardern, uh, who who was on the... Cindy. Yeah. Well, is that what you call her, Cindy? I call her Cindy, yeah. Three of oh. us call her Cindy. Can you do the, the New Zealand accent as well as you do I, the Australian I say, one? Well, I say New Zealand, I say four, I say here, I say there. My daughter even talks about sitting on the deck. She's going to have sit on the deck. Yeah. Well, oh, that's, uh, that's hardcore. All right. Well, listen, I mean, you're going you're gonna to have to be our correspondent if anything uh, good or bad happens in, in Australia or uh, New Zealand from now on. Oh, uh, it's really interesting, actually, because what fascinates me most, because my mum is still in Johannesburg. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad passed away last year, and I had to get there in a hurry, which was, it was a real shock. And I had to, like, he died in his sleep, had to fly back. Um, had a great party, though. I decided not to have a funeral, but have, like, a party, because he was a party animal, my dad. Mm-hmm. We were there for five hours, and there's a few champagne bottles that went missing. But um, it was a great party. And so I speak to my mom often, and obviously I've got a lot of friends. Some still in the media as well. Okay. And, um, yeah, so I, I'm aware of the way thing, you guys think about things. But, of course, the whole corruption scandal has muddied the oh waters. Oh, my God. It's, it's but, all, you know. It seems like it's all anyone's talking about when it comes to international news about this country. It's always about the, you know, how shit the government are. What can we say? Can you, can you explain something to me? Yeah. Is it true? Because I've heard my mother-in-law, stepmother-in-law, um, has to pay to get tested. Is that everywhere? Um, I think if you do private tests, you probably pay for them. Mm-hmm. I think you can get a government test. It might be free. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's very, very, I haven't been for a test, even though I think I might've had it at some point. Gareth, you're the reason that the country is like dying. Ah, bullshit. Oh, wow. As Donald Trump says, I'm now very powerful. I'm now immune. I have complete immunity. (laughs) This is the next level. No, because it's funny because everyone gets tested. So my son's been tested twice. My daughter's been, you just like go drive down the road. Yeah, but it's because you bloody, the Australians are so pedantic man all right listen laurel we gotta we gotta go but thank you very much for the chat this morning it's great to catch up with you and um and thanks for all the all the info on australia and on on christchurch in new zealand that was really interesting too we'll catch up with you again soon thank you very much there we go that's laurel laurel mcculloch and uh you may remember laurel from uh, pumpkin patch but she's been doing a lot of stuff since then and it sounds like australia and, and new zealand are giving her plenty to do and plenty to think about Cliffcentral.com